0: Okay, cool. Um, welcome back to another episode of Crypto is Depressing. Today, we are inter- uh, interviewing our host, Charles. So, Heyo. <laughs> um, I think everybody kind of knows who you are. Um, especially most, most of our audience, for sure. So, instead of kind of like asking the normal, like, tell us about yourself, I was going to just ask um, if you had three things that people probably don't know about you. Hmm. Fuck. <laughs>
1: That's already a good question. All right. um, So, I mean, I know at least a few people, my old audience knows this. I used to work in banking, went to school for finance, um, and I quit to start a podcast and sell junk on Amazon. So that's one thing about me. I'm sure most people know that, but that's for everybody out there. Um, I still can't believe I went to school, paid money for a degree, and now I'm hosting this show. To be honest, with you. wild turn of events. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Two other things. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I'm a pretty open book on Twitter. Talk about my drug use a lot. Um, some of it's a bit of a joke. Like I kind of push it a little bit farther than I think I actually do in real life. So maybe that's something that people don't know. Um, but it's more of just like a bit on Twitter. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I guess I could have sent these to you before.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm really stumped here. I got I got nothing, honestly. I'm I feel like I'm a pretty open book. I'm a young dude, 26. Let's see. I uh most of my net worth was in Bitcoin at one point. Not not so much anymore. I know I'm a big advocate advocate for Bitcoin online, uh but I've kind of diversified a bit um let's see (laughs) i honestly this is tough yeah maybe you could uh narrow it down a little bit more no i mean i was
0: just saying like in general like i don't know if there's i mean i think you kind of hit three points so we can move on yeah
1: we can pretend Uh, like i hit three points
0: yeah i mean kind of um okay so I guess, first of all, what made you decide to quit your job and start a podcast? Because you have the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast, which is doing really well, I think. Um, So I don't know, you know, why why did you do that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I've always, you know, been an entrepreneur, quote unquote, you know, from a young age, flipping shit in school, stuff like that. And uh, it's always just been like a thing that I've done. And so when I started my job, I was like, the plan is to build up some capital, maybe get some work experience, kind of experience that whole normal real life thing. Sorry. And, uh, I had some student loans that I needed to pay off. So I was like, I'm not going to just like jump into a business straight out of college and kind of go for it. So I was trying to be a little bit more responsible. Um, But while I was working, because it was at a bank and, you know, when you think of the average analyst at a bank, it's some middle-aged white dude who's just like boring as hell. (laughs) And uh, that was like all of my coworkers pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I didn't really get along with any of them. We'd have conversations about like, oh, how was your weekend? I was like, oh, I stayed up all night partying. And they're like, cool. I took my kids to the water park. And I was like, this is not for me. Like, I can't do this. Um, Yeah. I I felt like I was kind of wasting potential as well. Right. And so I kind of transitioned into it pretty smoothly. I started the podcast while I was still working, started the Amazon business while I was still working and like slowly started to scale it up. And Mm -hmm. then at the point where I was pretty sure I could pick up some sponsors, I decided I'm going to quit. Put like eight hours a day into the podcast, and um, you know, see if I can make something of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what gave you the idea for this podcast? Because I know it was kind of like a joke at first, but yeah, came up with it. Like, uh, yeah,
1: I don't know. Like, if you guys know me on Twitter, it's like a very different person than I am on my very serious podcast. But both of those like personalities, I say, are both me i'm very into business i'm very into helping people kind of secure themselves financially i want people to break away from the nine to five but then i also like to joke around have a lot of fun and you know there was i I feel like there is a podcast out there the wrecked podcast and i I don't know if maybe subconsciously i was like that's a brilliant idea i kind of want to do the same but i started it I think the first episode was was with Nate Bag. I was like, I want a co-host, and that's when I reached out to you. Um, but it was more just like a, you know, everyone's going through shit. Like, the bear market was very long. All of 2018, people were capitulating. And the people that stuck around, really, like, I didn't see a lot of them having any hope. And so I wanted to just, like, have some fun, but also show people that, you know, we're all kind of in this together. We've all experienced some depressing thing in the crypto industry at some point. Yeah. And uh, I wanted people to be able to talk about it openly.
0: Totally. Um, Okay. So on your other podcast, I'm kind of going to put you on the spot here. (laughs) Who do you think is your favorite guest that you've had on?
1: Mm, That's tough. Mm. (laughs) Mm. So there's like different phases of it. When I was first starting out, you know, I reached out to a lot of people. I didn't have a huge Twitter presence. And uh, there were a couple people that were like bigger in the industry, in my opinion, who really helped me out. Um, so like Yuki and Oaks were super cool. They came on and yeah. they kind of showed me the ropes. They had their own podcast. They taught me a lot. And then Nye also had a super big audience and he was like, i would love to come on love the idea i'll like get this out to my audience and that kind of helped kick things off so those were two early ones that i really liked and then recently two episodes there were two on like starting side hustles starting businesses growing businesses one was the last one which was Decentra man which is i think probably the most viewed video so far and then kobe uh those two guys they're both, you know, just straight hustlers. Their mentality is kind of how I see myself, or we have very similar mindsets. Yeah. So I enjoyed those. And then a lot of people really enjoy the trading episodes. So, of the trading episodes, I'd probably say some of the PDF guys, like Quant Fiction, Bit Dealer, you know, those guys are killing it trading. All the PDF guys kill it trading. Uh, so, it was nice for them to come on and kind of share their trading expertise.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so pivoting back to your Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I know we already talked about it a little bit, but you tweet about drug drug use a lot and also yeah. having or finding a girlfriend or having a wife. Oh,
1: constantly.
0: So, <laughs> I'm just wondering how that's working out for you. Uh, like, is there a bunch of people in your DMs offering? No, uh,
1: no. I'm gonna just, <laughs> I'm going to say that now. I'm going to say no, but there should be because i think i'm a catch
0: yeah totally
1: no no yeah i i want to set the record straight here don't have a wife don't have a girlfriend i just think it makes for excellent (laughs) content on twitter i hope you guys enjoy it
0: it's definitely entertaining to say the least um so i guess kind of how did you even get to the point um with your twitter that you are now like did you always start off shit posting or were you more serious uh, so if I
1: look back at it, it's kind of been a fluid thing. It's kind of just been me kind of finding my voice on the internet as yeah. lame as that sounds. Um, and again, I struggle with this. Like I was a very professional person. I had a desk job at, in the finance industry, love business, love talking about it. So that was like the serious stuff that I would post about. Um, uh, but as I started to be more of myself, you know, a lot of people, when I brought them on, I was like, how'd you see success? said you know i was really just honest with myself i started posting about stuff that i enjoyed kind of was being myself online i was like i'll do the same and uh I, i really started to see an uptick in you know the following the engagement how much fun i was having which eventually you know drove people to the podcast with just like the shit posting making memes having fun
0: yeah well, okay. Do you feel any pressure though? Like as far as now that you do like have this more serious podcast with like actual sponsors and you're actually getting paid for it, do you feel the pressure of having to like be more professional or?
1: Um, Sorry, you cut out there, but I think, I think I got most of the question. Um, no, no, you're good. It's, it's my internet. I think, you know, with everyone being at home online, it's kind of fucking with my internet, but um. Yeah. No, I mean, a little bit, but you've seen my Twitter. Everyone still sees my Twitter. It's still a lot of jokes, still a lot of fun. Um, but I do want to kind of cement myself as a professional in this industry. And so I do feel like it. I, I do need to clean up my act a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I can still have fun. Like, I've never once had any pushback from my current sponsors. They're all wonderful. Uh, they've, they've, they've never been like, you know, that was too much. We don't want you tweeting that kind of stuff. Uh, they kind of knew going into it that that was like my Twitter shtick, I would say. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: It might be, you know, causing me to not pick up new sponsors or maybe a little <laughs> bit more difficult to find new sponsors, but I'm okay with that. I don't want to turn into, I'm going to call some people out here like a Pomp or a Holdenot who I feel like they they're only allowed to tweet certain things and they've kind of pigeonholed themselves in a sense. Uh, Right. And I I don't really want to get to that point.
0: You mean you don't want to tweet like uh, the virus is spreading (laughs) seven times
1: a day? No, I mean, I I will (laughs) just for fun and I'll add like 15 rocket emojis and I think (laughs) just more to poke fun at the whole thing and stacking sats with little sirens and stuff. But no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want, my sponsors to kind of dictate what i put out to my audience because you know i wouldn't be here without my audience and i think that they deserve you know me a real me i would say
0: right yeah i I think i totally agree with you um speaking of the real you i noticed earlier today on twitter or maybe it was last night i just caught it this morning that you were talking about possibly doxing yeah um you want to talk about that a little bit
1: i do yeah so i this is something I've been thinking about doing for a while now. I've talked to people, you know, even uh, I had Michael on almost a year ago, and or over a year ago, and we talked about it early then. Uh, I've talked with some other people that are docs in the industry, uh, like Wendy. I've been to a couple of her meetups, love her, and we kind of talked about, you know, the pros and cons of it. And then just last night, I recorded an episode with uh, CBS. His Twitter, I think, is Cold Blooded Schiller and uh he he's actually thinking about doing the same thing and so we talked about it for a while um so i think i think i might potentially do it that would kind of cement the fact that i'm cleaning up my act i'm putting my face out there um just to kind of be a little bit more professional
0: yeah so does that mean the cocaine tweets and stuff will stop? Or oh,
1: see, that that's like, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I have a lot of tweets about illegal stuff. And so like, <laughs> do I need to go back and delete that stuff? Do I Can I continue to post it? Like, is that okay? I, I think it'll continue. Like, I don't think it's a huge issue. I'm not like blatantly doing illegal things. I'm not like posting pictures of anything. Like, I think it yeah. would be fine, technically. Yeah. Um, I've also tweeted a lot about not paying taxes recently. So that's more of my concern right there. <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to get like a an audit from the IRS saying, hey, you need to provide all your information for us.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if you just kept your name the same, it wouldn't be too big of a deal i don't know government probably knows who you are based off your picture anyway so oh
1: for sure they've got <laughs> face tracking software and i mean they know yeah. who i am like even if i stayed like this i'm sure they could you know find me if they really wanted to um, yeah, definitely. but no I, I like i was fucking around with one of those like make yourself into a cartoon so it's not like an actual picture of me, picture of yeah. me it's still like a cartoon picture of me but i think that would at least, you know, there'd be some connection. I wouldn't be this bleeding eyes statue guy that everyone knows me as.
0: Yeah. Maybe that would help you get, um, some more chicks in your,
1: Oh God. No, that would, that would (laughs) destroy all chances right now. There's a little bit of mystery and I hear girls like mystery, but (laughs) if I post pictures of me and myself, my face, I'm doomed but we will be able to hop on interviews and interview people and i'll get to show my face on here now so i think that'll be fun for people
0: yeah for sure i do think it helps like actually having uh like attaching a person to who you're talking to you know what i mean
1: yeah i'm gonna have to text you like you text me like fuck i gotta get ready for this interview and (laughs) i gotta do my hair and take a shower and that's the one thing i don't want to have to do is like half the time i'm like cruising out of bed my desk is in my room right next to my bed i just like cruise out of bed and sit down at the computer looking like absolute garbage so now i gotta like (laughs) take a shower be clean shaved like i don't i don't know if i want to do that
0: yeah it's a lot of effort (laughs) exactly
1: yeah yeah yeah. i don't know if i'm ready for that commitment
0: yeah well i mean it takes me probably a little longer than it takes you so i think you can do it
1: That's fair. Okay. If you're putting in the effort, I think I owe it to you to be able to get ready for these interviews.
0: Oh man, that's funny. Um, Okay. So I know we've talked about it before that you're not really a depressed type of person, um, which is kind of weird that you have this show, but... uh, (laughs) It is, it is. (laughs) Um, I guess. So have you actually had anything kind of depressing happen to you since you've been in crypto or do you just like hearing about other people that have had depressing things happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i think just being in crypto like since i got in in i think 2016 experiencing the 2017 run and then watching it all fall to shit i think that was like everybody experienced something that was quote-unquote depressing um i went pretty heavy into alts at one point and just like watched those completely die and that was like oh wow like i lost a year's salary on this alt like this is kind of (laughs) mind-blowing like i could have you know like if i quit my job and just sold my alt that's another year of me living and getting that salary so that was kind of tough to watch um i think I, i think i quit my job right at the top uh it was in like june of 2019 and we hit the top of 14k i think either in june or july so like the timing was perfect on that one so as soon as i quit my job no sponsors lined up i just had to watch bitcoin decline from you know 14k down to like 6k or something like that before it bounced so that was a little tough to watch but i mean like i originally like had the idea to quit in i would say january and then for like six months i was you know, saving as much as I could, not going out, buying as much Bitcoin as I could, kind of just prepping for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was still, you know, a, a blow to morale, I would say. Right. And then I think I would say like the biggest depressing thing was that through the t- 2017 run, I was actually dating somebody and uh it was just nice to be like yo i have you know a decent amount of money invested like you should invest some she had invested some made some money uh but like my i would say obsession with crypto was kind of like affecting the relationship a little bit Um, and it definitely put some extra strain on the relationship that wasn't needed so i can go ahead and attribute that breakup to cryptocurrencies and not my terrible self and me being a bad boyfriend <laughs>
0: that's
1: your scapegoat <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of nice but at the same time when i like sit down and reflect on it it's like damn it's a pretty shitty situation i was kind of blown it there uh so yeah. that's like again quote i say quote unquote depressing because we've talked about it before i've like i'm a very happy-go-lucky person i'm pretty happy with next to nothing have never really experienced any bouts of serious depression uh, so it's kind of weird to have this show, and it's hard for me to kind of relate to some of the stories on here. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like, I, I'm i kind of the flip side of it. Like, hey, you can get through all this stuff. You can, like, continue to smile through it, that kind of bullshit.
0: But do you think you're really the person to be doing that since you haven't been through anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean,
1: like, I don't know. When, when When we have people on here to talk about their depressing stories, like, there are some people who have, like, legitimately been depressed like you know have considered taking their own life that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. that's tough for me to talk about so that's kind of why i wanted a co-host who maybe could kind of talk about it a little bit more um and just like share experiences that i maybe haven't been through which is yeah. I, 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 we hadn't talked about that kind of stuff uh at the beginning of you coming on but you know we had a conversation about some of the stuff that you've been through on the last episode and it's really cemented the idea that, you know, you can kind of relate to some of these people and help them through it more than I can. Yeah. Um, so you're right. I'm definitely not like the best person to be talking about it. Uh, but then again, there are those people who are just like, I, I lost a shit ton of money. And I'm like, well, fam, like, you you put your money into it. And like, I'm in the same boat and I'm over here laughing. Like, there's no there's no real reason to be upset or sad.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that having two types of perspectives is probably really good for all of it. Cause I'm not a trader. I never have been. So I can't really relate to that side of things. You know what I mean? And I don't know, like if you did a lot of trading, I think maybe you've mentioned it before. Um, but I think, did you try to trade for a little bit and decide? you weren't? To-
1: <laughs> I mean, <it's laughs> like I, I've seen varying degrees of success. I, I would definitely consider myself more of an investor, but like, I have spent plenty of time talking with traders, researching trading. Uh, I just never, you know, could commit full time to it. It's not. I'm not that kind of person. I first I had a job. Now I'm more focused on the podcast. Uh, but also, like it, it was just too stressful for me when I was trading. Uh, in right. that like little in between time before I decided, no, like I need to focus more on the podcasts uh, right. than trading. Yeah, but it's definitely. always been like a a side thing. That's more of like a You know, if I'm going to be trading, it'll be swing trades, low leverage, like not that big of a deal. I'm not the kind of guy who's like sitting at my computer all day, like, you know, Gainesy or Romano just trading, you know, 15 hours a day.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay. So back to your Twitter, how many drafts do you have? Like, Okay. So with your tweets, do you keep a list of drafts or do you just like pop things up off the top of your head? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um so i used to keep a lot of drafts i would like something would pop into my head and i'd be like all right i've tweeted like you know three times today i'm like not counting just like oh i've tweeted a couple times today uh maybe i'll save this for a little bit later and it would just like be in the drafts ready to go just like click on it hit tweet now it's like you've seen my twitter it's a fucking mess like i will tweet <laughs> 10 times in 10 minutes and then like not look at my phone for three hours and like go do something else so I don't really have too many drafts right now. Like if I pulled up my Twitter really quick, I'd say I've probably got like 10 tweets in the drafts and they're like the start of a tweet where I'm like, I've got something here. And then like midway through the tweet, I'm like, I don't got anything. Like, <laughs> like, let's see what I got here. Hold on. Let's see. Like wonder how many marriages. That's it. That's all I got. Like, it was something. It was something good. And I, like, no, it was. But, like, as I typed it out, I was like, mm, I got nothing here. <laughs> right underneath that, like, smug asshole doesn't have coronavirus. Don't know where I was going with that. But, like, at the time, it was going to be what I think is a good tweet. Um, let's see. I got sent a picture of a gin and tonic and a cigarette to my dad. I'm, like, mm, where was I going with that? I really don't know. <laughs> So, like, there's drafts in there, but it's, like, mostly, like, I'll start a tweet. I'll, like, not know where it's landing, and then I'll just, like, give up on it. Um, yeah. But, no, I don't have any, like, reserved tweets where I'm, like, all right, I'm waiting to tweet this one out, you know?
0: Yeah. Um. Okay, so I feel like I'm circling back a lot, but I usually, like, depend on you to carry the conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, see, now I'm just answering. I don't have to carry the conversation as all.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So as far as like you looking for an e-girl girlfriend.
1: Oh yeah. Let's get into this one. But
0: Okay. So what are you looking for? Just (laughs) for any ladies, if there's any ladies out there that are listening,
1: (laughs) I'm looking for a wife like that bare bones. I'm looking for a wife. My plan I've like talked about it on Twitter multiple times is find a girlfriend, get married, have a child, move to the forest and live in a little cabin in the forest and fuck off from everybody else and do my <laughs> podcast from there. Um, but I know that's super unrealistic. Like, that's that's the dream right there. That's never going to happen. Um, realistically, literally nothing. Like, it's... I, I think the online dating scene is, like, weird as hell and it's, like, not for me. Like, I know a lot of people are, like, in each other's DMs, like, forming these, like, weird online relationships and I'm just... <laughs> I'm not here for it. Like I, I don't yeah. understand it. Like friendships. Cool. But like, I don't know people. I think people try to make it more than that. And I think we talked about this on the episode with Brit, uh, where people like reach out and like try to form these weird online relationships. And it's not for me.
0: Yeah. I'm I mean, ho- I talked about that, that the other day too. Like it's weird to me to know that there's like actual people in actual relationships from crypto twitter yeah like it just blows my mind
1: yeah i mean like okay here i'm not gonna rule it out if like one of my mutuals is in southern california i like i'm all for it but like there's an i'm not like you know seeking out this like weird online relationship that i think a lot of people are looking for i'm not so that lonely not- yet
0: you're not sliding into random scenes oh
1: no i i don't think i've ever like there are like a couple girls that i dm on like a semi-regular basis like they'll just send me something i'll send them back but it's not i'm never like i'm gonna dm this random girl like i think i dm with you pretty often every once in a while i'll dm brit like some bullshit you know nothing like serious or anything like that (laughs) um I there's this other chick wrecked like one conversation because we were in Arizona we were trying to meet up right um, other than that no and I don't think uh and then trying to get people to come on the podcast is usually right. like start of conversation but I've never been like hey girl what's up how you doing like that's <laughs> that is not not my vibe right there
0: yeah well and from what I've seen too like some of the people that were in a relationship like it just doesn't end up well and like i've seen some people like airing their stuff out on twitter and i'm just like
1: do you want to get into it because i'd love to hear the
0: gossip <laughs> i'm bored no, I mean- i'm bored at home like <laughs> talk some shit. i feel like i always know the gossip like <laughs> yeah you do you spend
1: too much time on twitter doing the wrong stuff like i'm on twitter 95 percent of the day but i'm just like tweeting bullshit and pushing like on my friends posts so they get a little bit of dopamine yeah
0: well um, you got all the yeah. hot gossip <laughs> yeah i get well i'm also in like i've said before i'm in like a million group dms where there's 50 people in there and then from there it like breaks down into like a smaller group dm where it's just like people that you actually like to talk to and then it's like and you have one or two friends that like or you get really close to and then so i kind of get like all these snippets from like everybody but yeah no um Recently, somebody that I am friends with uh, was in a relationship, and it just, like, went super south. And, Are we naming
1: uh, names, or is it just, like, a friend?
0: Yeah, I don't want to name names just That's because like, I think it's kind of a touchy subject right now, like, yeah, with yeah. the, And I don't want to, like, call anybody out uh, just because I do, like, respect this person, and I would never want to, like, betray their trust or anything. But um, then it just, like, it filtered out onto Twitter, And I think that, like, it was just, like, weird, you know? Like, I feel like a relationship is something that you kind of keep to yourself, especially if it's, like, a breakup. I don't know. Yeah. Um, No, 100%. you're going through it or it's fresh or whatever. Like, so to see it, like, play out like that, I'm just kind of like, ooh, like, yikes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The,
1: The couples that air all their dirty laundry on Twitter or on social media and who are constantly posting about each other on social media, it's just like, I think you're terrible people so whoever whoever you're talking about if they're listening to this like get your shit off twitter like figure your shit out in real life don't people overshare I think a lot on twitter and because I think we're such a close-knit community people feel comfortable with it but those people got to take a step back for a second realize that like social media you shouldn't be airing this kind of shit
0: yeah. Definitely. My
1: personal opinion. I don't know.
0: Well, I think just in general, I mean, it's like I always see like memes that are like about girls that like are, "Oh, I love you so much," and then like a week later like they completely disappear like all the pictures and then then like a week later it's like back together. You know, like I just think that it's like it's it's like really dumb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never got that whole delete all the pictures, block them on everything. Like it just seems like a cry for help in my opinion
0: yeah or attention-seeking i guess
1: yeah definitely attention-seeking like
0: um uh, so you said that you were in arizona what? so you were on a road trip
1: yeah and... this is the most depressing thing for my <laughs> crypto journey actually
0: yeah
1: like, i forgot so, to mention that
0: so what prompted this road trip and if you want to tell us a little bit about what happened yeah it's kind of sad. yeah <laughs>
1: Okay, so uh, existential crisis prompted this road trip. Um, I'm in Southern Orange County, like, you know, very, very bubbly area. It's like this little bubble, right? And I just needed to get out of here. It was too much for me to handle. Um, You know, I I just, I needed to be away from everything. Have you been there, life yeah so whole life other than going to school went to school came back i lived in the area i went to school in for a while and then came back um, because the people i was living with up in uh, after college they just continued that kind of college lifestyle of going Mm -hmm. out thursday through sunday drinking super heavily and i was like, yes, this isn't really my kind of lifestyle i tried to like push it to be a more of a like let's go on a hike this weekend or let's go to like i don't know the botanical gardens or the zoo or some bullshit and it was always just like no nah, let's just drink like let's go out to the bars and so i was like all right i'm gonna come home my friends here are kind of they align with my lifestyle a little bit more we're more active we're going to the beach constantly we're hiking that kind of stuff um And so I was like, I'll go back there, you know, be around those kind of people. It's more my lifestyle. Uh, But things kind of just like got back into the same routine. Uh, People kind of were putting those kind of activities off more and more. And uh, I've always been a big person, you know, big into nature, big into camping, big into road trips, like spending a lot of time by myself. And so I was like, I'll just go on this road trip. Like I've gone on one other road trip before that was a little bit longer. I'd say it was like two, three months long and uh, really enjoyed it, really learned a lot about like what makes me happy. And so I was like, I'll do the same thing, but I want to see like the whole US because you know I've kind of stayed on the West Coast my entire life and like traveled that area. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of this country that I haven't seen and that I want to see. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it was you know i've made all of these connections online and all these quote unquote friendships i kind of want to make those real connections uh and so i like put a post out i was like hey i'm traveling around like would be great to meet some of you guys like would love to we've you know built these relationships online for two plus years or so and like i think some of you guys would be considered friends in real life so like i would love to meet you and so it was like, a, let's hit as many national parks. Let's meet as many people, make some connections in the industry. Um, and so that's kind of what prompted it. I know that was long-winded. I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. I'm passionate about this because I want to get back out on the road. Yeah. And like, yeah. this being pent up is killing me. Um, and so I made it out to Scottsdale. I was staying in Scottsdale with a buddy who moved out there. And he has been living there for like two years now. And like not many of our friends go and visit him. Like I said, they've kind of got real life going on now. I was like, hey, I'll come visit you. I'll come stay with you. Can I stay for like two weeks? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like I would love that. You know, I'm kind of lonely out here. Stayed there. We're doing a lot of like art, photography, just like seeing Arizona or at least seeing like the Scottsdale area, Phoenix area and then there were two people that i met up with which was wrecked and king i'm sure most of the people on twitter know who these people are um or at least most of my following knows who they are i would say yeah. so I hung out with them for a little bit but that was towards the end when shit was like starting to get locked down like you know grocery stores were selling out of food and i was like i can't continue a road trip if i can't get groceries right and like my plan was to hit smaller towns like I wanted to go see Rick in Colorado. He lives in like a smaller town. And he said like, no, this is like, don't come. Like the whole town is shut down. Uh-huh. I know we talked, your whole town is very tiny, pretty much on lockdown as well. Yeah. And so that was like, it was tough. Cause I was like, I could probably make it work. it just like, won't be as comfortable. And I don't think I would enjoy it as much as I could. So I was like, I'll go home. I'll get back to work i'll figure out all the stuff that was i was kind of doing wrong reflect on it a little bit and then when this kind of all blows over i can head back out on the road and kind of get back to it but fuck the virus man like it 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 ruined my trip this like the economy's crashing there's a pandemic and all i can think about because i'm selfish is that you know my goddamn trip got ruined
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: a Um, little selfish, I know. Oh, I I completely agree. Got to look out for number one. Yeah. Um, One other thing, sorry to cut you off before we go into the next question was, this was also while I was on my road trip was when Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin got cut in half. So like that was also a huge blow. I was like, all right, you know, Bitcoin's doing well. I can sell some crypto off. I need to pay for expenses because I wasn't going to be doing, being, I wasn't going to be able to do the Amazon stuff as much. I could still get away with some of it, but it wouldn't be as beefed up as it was. So I was like, I'll sell some crypto off. I've got the sponsors. Everything should be fine. And then Bitcoin got cut in half. Every other cryptocurrency lost a ton of value. Uh, I'm worried about, you know, how are my sponsors doing? Will they have enough to cover expenses, stay in business? Do they still want to do these marketing pushes if, you know, funds are tight? So that, like, was another big worry, uh, which was another reason that, like, it was kind of okay that I was going back because I could kind of regroup, figure it out, and then get back to the road.
0: Right. So what, um, like, where was your end game at? Or did you not really have, like, a plan? Like, as far as your road trip goes, like, were you planning on getting to somewhere like did you have a goal or no just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there there were no goals honestly my my like big plan honestly was you know hit as many national parks as possible meet as many people as possible and i think you wrecked king and rick were like the first four people where i was like i can go stay there and like you know figure out the next leg of the trip And then, like, there were obviously campsites and places I wanted to check out along the way. Um, So that was, like, the initial leg of it. And then the plan was to hit, you know, another friend up in Texas who moved out there. We went to school together, and she's like, you got to come visit. And then hit the East Coast, just kind of cruise up the East Coast, meeting people, staying wherever. Uh, And then to cut through the northern states once it got a little bit warmer because it's still freezing up there come back down the west coast and then regroup and figure out you know what place did i really enjoy the most where could i see myself setting up for a little bit and like the the end goal i would say is to find a place where i can kind of get away from everything settle down for a little bit find a cheaper place to live because jesus fucking christ southern california is expensive (laughs)
0: yeah
1: um and kind of just like live out my late 20s i would say Um, kind of just figuring it out, which is maybe naive to say, I don't know, I'm, I'm young and dumb and
0: yeah, I mean, I did, uh, the twenties are something else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Give me, give me some weight. I I was going to say, give me some sage advice. I need, I need some help here. I'm going through it right now, as you can tell.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it would just be not to worry about it so much because you have like uh i mean you're still so young so it's like you should i don't think you should be so worried and focused on like uh how do i say this let's see like having a a plan like a set plan you know what i mean like i don't i think that what you're doing is pretty pretty cool and I think that a lot of younger people should do like more of that you know what I mean because I think people take it so seriously in their 20s and it's like these are your this is your time to like yeah live it up. you know what I mean and you're still figuring things out and I think people get wrapped up sometimes in like oh well I have to have my career uh, figured out like I have to get married I want to have kids and it's kind of just like you know like it's not as, uh, I don't think that those things should be as a prior, as much of a priority as like actually figuring yourself out. Right. So I think that, you know, more people could listen to what you're saying because, because I think we all do get kind of wrapped up in that when we're young, you know?
1: Yeah. I was, I was definitely headed down that path. It was, you know, get good grades in school, go to college, get a finance job out of college, you know, wear a suit and tie to work every day. And you know hate myself when I turned 50 so I was just I was trying to break away from all of that and then you know working for myself I realized I can go and kind of explore myself which is you know lame to say but you know find what makes me happy and I don't know if I would find that out on the road just like going on this road trip but I think the last time I went on a road trip the mental space I was in at the time was you know I'm ready to get a finance job. I'm out of college. Like this is what I want to do coming back from that trip. And then a few years later, I was like, I got to reassess. So hopefully I can come out of this one with some newfound wisdom and newfound, (laughs) I guess, purpose in life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So I have one more question for you. Hold on just a second. My phone is locked. Okay. So I guess um, this is kind of a weird question i guess but i guess what would you consider to be your biggest win in life so far i
1: this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna sound cliche but like what i have going right now honestly like yeah. qu- quitting my job like deciding to pull the trigger on that like it's so i think so fucking lame to say oh like crypto is the biggest win in my life but like i think it really did help facilitate the idea that I'm not going to work a desk job anymore. Like I need to focus on what makes me happy more than securing maybe like a solid financial future. Uh, whereas before, you know, it was always just like, I got to get a job. I got to think about the future. I got to, you know, go through these motions of life. Um, and I don't know, you know, that I can't say that I wouldn't have found this, If, like, I didn't find crypto, it probably would have been something else that kind of sparked it, Mm -hmm. but just, you know, the ability to pick up, pack up, you know, start a road trip, you know, I I don't think a lot of people have that opportunity, um, or they'll let that opportunity kind of pass them by, and so, I don't know, realizing that, like, it's all going to work itself out, and, like, I don't need to stress as much on having a job, having a 401k, which... Mm -hmm. Again, I know sounds naive because I'm super young, uh. but my thoughts are like, you know, I, I have time. I can settle down later. Like, you know, people work their entire lives. Like, I'm going to take this time now and maybe work a little bit longer later on in life if it ever has to get to that.
0: Do you think that that mindset is um, possibly hindering your ability to get a girlfriend? <laughs>
1: No, I'm going to be honest, like I I my, I'm just <laughs> No, 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 no. I I think it's a good question. It's a fair question because yeah, like I I don't think a lot of, you know, people, women as well, you know, men and women are willing to just like pick up, pack up, bail on whatever. I may be seen as kind of a, an irrational person uh and not someone who can be there as like a steady, reliable person. I uh, I'm struggling to find the words, but um, I don't know. Like I, I'm honestly not too focused on it as much as I joke about it. And I'll, I'll say it again, you know, for any ladies out there, hit my DM, but I like, it's just not my main focus at the moment. Like I've got two businesses to run. I've got, you know, this road trip to go on myself to focus on. It's, you know, not my biggest concern at the moment.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, um, that was all of the questions I had for you. So if there's anything else you want to say for any of our uh, people that actually watch this (laughs) to
1: the few people who listen to this,
0: a hundred people, maybe (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. We have 20,000 views. So like uh, sponsor us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't looked at the numbers lately, so I don't know if you're joking or not. I I think we do decently well for like the 500 to a thousand to whatever many number of people listen to this. Uh, We'll probably say that like 0.1% of those people are women. And 0.1% of those, another 0.1% of those are businesses or crypto companies. So to you guys, the small minority, I'm here. My DMs are open. I'm looking for a girlfriend and we are definitely looking for sponsors. (laughs) Other than that, no. Yeah, just, I don't know. This episode wasn't super depressing. Like I have a couple of shitty things that have happened to me. But to anyone out there, like, you know, stay up. Crypto, crypto industry is kind of looking up maybe, I don't know if the whole world collapses, probably not, but I don't know. Try to keep, try to keep a smile on your face as yeah. lame if, as that sounds.
0: If there's anybody out there that actually has a story that they feel like would be relevant, um, just reach out to one of us and we'll get something set up.
1: Yes. That is something we don't push enough. You know, like we, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we constantly have to reach out to people I want people to be comfortable enough to reach out. I know I've blown off a lot of DMs, which is my bad, guys, but uh, reach out to us. Like We'd love to have you on. We're pretty much willing to have whoever on if they have a story to tell and an experience that other people can learn and share. Um, so just reach out to one of us
0: yeah all right well thanks for letting me grill you um i hope everybody that was wanting these episodes is happy now
1: probably not they were they were were both i mean this one was terrible i can say that for sure last one i I don't want to hurt your feelings decent you know did either of us watch it back no will we probably not so yeah thank you guys for tuning in